It was a weekend full of emotions and scoreboard watching. The Chicago White Sox finally brought the power on Sunday and beat the Detroit Tigers 11-5. Sox won the series, but it left me with an unsatisfied feeling that maybe I'm not alone. The White Sox should have won the series opener on Friday, but here we are. Sox trail Cleveland by three and a half games and now have an off day before a must-sweep series starts on Tuesday on the south side. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The White Sox finally brought the thunder in Detroit, blasting three home runs on Sunday. White Sox pitching has suffered more injuries and couldn't come at a worse time. Uh, There was a lot of scoreboard watching as the Guardians and Twins went at it, Uh, but the White Sox can only control what they can control, focusing on one game at a time. State of the Sox, they are 76 and 71, three and a half games back in the AL Central, chasing the Cleveland Guardians with 15 games left in the season. White Sox beat the Tigers on Sunday and won the series. A White Sox under the leadership of Miguel Cairo, 13 and 6. You know, it was a nerve-wracking weekend of White Sox baseball. I'm sure you felt it. Uh, And then add in the uh, scoreboard watching of the Cleveland-Minnesota series, especially that 15-inning situation on Saturday. Boy, absolutely intense uh, Friday through uh, Sunday. Sox won the series against Detroit, but everybody knows It should have been a sweep. Uh, Letting that Friday night game get away from them, absolutely inexcusable at this point in the season. You got a big emotional win on Thursday in Cleveland. It was a must win, and the Sox did so. And then you let the last place Detroit Tigers silence you on Friday and almost put you away on Saturday? Uh, Not the type of series I was looking for, but uh, it's what we got. Uh, I was so enraged on Friday. Probably um, the most dejected I've been all season long. Uh, How they handled that Friday game, losing that game. Uh, On Saturday, I needed to have something positive to look forward to. So I got my, my spring training trip booked. That's what I did. Most folks would run away uh, from the team 
that hurts you. Uh, I, you know, invested more uh, in the White Sox. So that, that's where I'm at uh, mentally. Uh, but maybe it was therapeutic. Uh, looking forward to some warmer weather in March, but uh, still present in this season right now. Still a lot uh, to play for. Uh, Sox, however, were dealt some blows to the pitching and had to scramble. Uh, but the lifeless offense on Friday and Saturday, almost too much. Uh, especially after what the Sox did on Thursday to Cleveland. Just maddening with how they came out on Friday. Uh, inept after putting up five home runs in that must-win situation. Uh, that that kind of stuff will give you an ulcer, will give me an ulcer if you don't have one uh, already. Sox have an off day on Monday. Uh, rest, regroup. Uh, and get laser-focused for Tuesday. Uh, one game at a time. Uh, we as fans, you know, we can look ahead a little bit and see what uh, is on the schedule for the Sox and for Cleveland. Uh, but if I were to be able to say something to the White Sox team, it would be one pitch at a time, one inning at a time, one game. It is all about uh, Tuesday, Dylan Cease and Lance Lynn, uh, they should be throwing during this series. Uh, the early weather forecast looks perfect uh, for the south side of Chicago. Hopefully the stadium is packed and it has a playoff type atmosphere. Uh, but Tuesday is the only game that matters one at a time. Uh, the odds, the odds are stacked against the Sox. Uh, let's be honest, but Try to control what you can control. Urgency, focus, winning the at-bat, the inning, and the game. Let's talk a little bit more about that Friday. I'm sorry we have to. Hate to revisit it. Uh, Sox lost to the Tigers to start this series. They lost it in 10. Um, how do you lose to the Detroit Tigers with so much on the line? How do you let Matt Manning silence your offense like that? An offense that had five home runs and 13 hits the previous game. How are you not able to score Luis Robert from second base in the 10th inning? Worse, how are you not able to advance him from second base to third? How does that happen? Detroit, a 35 games under 500 team with nothing to play for, did exactly what needed to be done. They bunted the runner over and relied on a sack fly to finish off the White Sox. It was an embarrassing, pathetic, and inexcusable loss. Lucas Giolito had the start. Of course, he was bumped uh, out of Thursday in favor of Friday. Giolito went four and two-thirds, uh, gave up four hits, one earned run, three walks, five strikeouts. His ERA sits at five. In that four and two thirds, he threw 96 pitches, uh, you know, tax the bullpen a little bit more. And little did we know with Michael Kopech going on the 15 day IL and Johnny Cueto under the weather, we were going to need the bullpen. We're going to need extra arms. So a lot of pitches thrown from Giolito only going four and two thirds. Sox offense on Friday, two runs, six hits. Elvis Andrews, Jose Abreu, Josh Harrison, the only three Sox players with hits. Abreu, huge two-run double uh, in the eighth inning, but Sox defense could not contain Javi Baez until they actually did contain him. 
it just seems like every team, especially Detroit and a, and a very aggressive bias, will run all over the White Sox defense, uh, corner outfielders when it's Vaughn and Sheets all day long, even Pollock when he's in center. Uh, boy, sorry to vent so much, but Friday got me all kinds of hot and bothered. Uh, thankfully, Saturday and Sunday uh, were much better. Uh, games in April and May, they count just as much as the rest of the season. I'm going to tell you why I'd rather see the Sox play with urgency early on than root for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, more on that in a moment. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, eSports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action of BetOnline where the game starts. So here we find ourselves um, as Sox fans clinging to hope that the Minnesota Twins will help us out and beat Cleveland. Did you find yourself doing this, constantly refreshing, updating scores? We are entrusting someone else to essentially clean up our mess. Uh, that's not the situation you want to find yourself in come September. April and May baseball games matter. They matter just as much as the rest of the season. I'm not telling you anything new. I'm just emphasizing it, I think, a little bit more. If you can make hay and steal some games early in the season, you will set yourself up uh, for success because there are going to be some dog days. There just are. Uh, handle your own business. Please do not rely on some team from Minnesota to help you. Rooting for the Twins just feels dirty. But there we were all weekend long, having a sense of urgency from the get-go. Something I'd like to see uh, from this team next year. Go out and take what you want instead of looking for help later down the road. Some news and notes heading into Saturday. White Sox placed Michael Kopech on the 15-day IL with shoulder inflammation. Uh, he very well could be done for the season. Uh, Davis Martin pitched on Saturday because Johnny Cueto was scratched with non-COVID illness and Luis Robert returned to the lineup. Sox won this one uh, in extras once again. Uh, thankfully, it went a lot better than it did on Friday. Sox beat the Tigers 4-3 to and 11. Almost a carbon copy from Friday night. Little to no offense from the Sox. Can't get the run home or even to third in the 10th inning. Uh, but the Sox managed to survive to see the 11th. And they do sacrifice the run over, uh, putting pressure on the defense. Boy, what a difference that was. Uh, Detroit couldn't field the bunt cleanly. Runners on the corners. Mancata comes through with an RBI single. And then there's a double steal uh, featuring Elvis Andrews and Aloy Jimenez with a sack fly to score the fourth run. Bunt, double steal, sack fly in the 11th. 
it was refreshing to see the coaching staff and maybe the players, the, the team in general, learn from what happened on Friday. Maybe they collectively went away from that game and said, boy, how did we screw that up? And what do we do differently if we ever get ourselves in the situation in the near future? Sure enough, it happened the next day and they took a much different approach. It is amazing what happens when you put the pressure on the defense late in the game. Uh, wow. It was nice to see those results. Uh, Davis Martin pitched really well in a pinch. Six innings, three hits, uh, an earned run, one walk, five strikeouts. Uh, he's got an ERA of 3.79. Uh, Sacks offense, again, you know, nothing crazy, but got it done when they needed to get it done. Three runs, five hits, zero home runs uh, for the second game. Really tough game one and game two, maddening because you're watching what Cleveland's doing uh, against Minnesota. Unfortunately, rooting for the Twins. Come on, get your act together. It's a five game series. Help us out. Help us out of the mess we created and put ourselves in by getting swept by Arizona, not playing well against the Kansas City Royals. It goes on and on. Here we are, though. Uh, in Cleveland. Boy, they were just finding a way to win. Finally, on Sunday, it came to an end. And, and hopefully on Monday, uh, Minnesota can take care of business because we still need help. Uh, Andrew Vaughn, how about him? Leads the White Sox in home runs. And now he has a grand slam on the resume. I'm going to tell you why and how the Sox won the series in Detroit. More on that in a moment. Sox brought the thunder on Sunday, beating the Tigers 11-5. There was a power surge indeed. Sox hit three home runs. A.J. Pollock, Aloy Jimenez, and Andrew Vaughn go deep. First career grand slam for Andrew Vaughn. He's got a team leading 17 home runs. Uh, got to have him hot. It's good to see that. How about Aloy Jimenez? Man, the numbers are out there. Uh, I feel like you look at the numbers maybe on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, but definitely the numbers post-All-Star break. He is right up there, some of the best in the major leagues. And guess what? He hasn't seen left field in a long time uh, doing this offensively uh, while in the DH spot, a spot he loathes. Aloy Jimenez can't stand being the DH. He wants to be out there in left field. Well, guess what? You can't have that. I'm sorry. The Sacks need to take it away permanently he should no longer be allowed to be out in left field okay you want to shag fly balls before the game and work with daryl boston that's cute and fun but you are not a left fielder you are a designated hitter for the chicago white Sox. look at the numbers you're playing consistently you're not getting hurt as easily for whatever reason you're the dh and you should be next year in 2023 but that's a whole nother story johnny cueto couldn't go once again and robert wasn't playing if you saw him swing the bat you know and when he did get in in Detroit again he's he's wincing he doesn't look comfortable I, I can't have a guy that's just going to be a li liability in the in the offensive spot I I know he can he can play defense he can pinch run but with a bat I need a hundred percent guy so I don't I don't know when you're going to see Robert I I hopefully this off day helps him out but it just seems like this is a lingering issue, and I'd be surprised if he's in the lineup for the Cleveland series. 
So you got Vince Velasquez going because Johnny Cueto still under the weather. He got the start. Tight game, uh, nerve-wracking game until the fifth inning. Andrew Vaughn with his first career grand slam. Uh, Sachs put up a five spot in the fifth inning, a three spot in the seventh, and added one for good measure in the eighth. After experiencing a power outage the first two games, uh, I had a feeling the Sox were due. I wasn't confident. Uh, I just had a feeling. Uh, Velasquez, he gave you four innings, three hits, a couple of earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts. It was Jose Ruiz, one inning of work, a hit, two earned runs, two walks in your inning of work, and a couple of strikeouts. Uh, Lambert and Banks also saw action in Sunday's win. Sox offense, a completely different story on Sunday, thankfully. 11 runs, 12 hits, three home runs. Sox were three for seven uh, with runners in scoring position. So Minnesota uh, ends up beating the Guardians on Sunday. Finally, uh, Sox are sitting at three and a half games back. Cleveland and Minnesota will play again on Monday. That's a noon game. Sox have that off day to rest up, regroup, and focus. A series with the Guardians beginning on Tuesday. It is on everybody's mind already. Uh, Here's something from Miguel Cairo after Sunday's game. Quote, you don't want to be thinking uh, like go and sweep. You concentrate on Tuesday, play really hard, go after it and dig in. You're, you are going to win or you're going to lose. Hopefully, it's going to be on our side. Uh, this is from A.J. Pollock. Hit a home run, big home run uh, on Sunday. Quote, can't sweep if you lose the first game. So you've got to go, uh, got to win that first game. And then, yeah, you've got to keep pressing the pedal down, end quote. It's simple statement from A.J. Pollock, but he hits it right on the head. You can't sweep if you lose the first game. You can't make up your three-and-a-half game difference or whatever it's going to be You know, after Monday's outcome between Cleveland and Minnesota. You're not going to make it up in one game. It's got to be such a mental aspect, and that's where I hope the coaching staff, Miguel Cairo, veterans, you know, help each other out on Tuesday. Hey, one battle at a time, one at-bat at a time, one inning at a time, uh, you know, and, and, and then – that builds, and then you take care of Tuesday. Wor- worry about Tuesday. Tuesday first. Uh, such a big series. Uh, very exciting stuff on the south side coming up this week uh, in Chicago. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Socks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Locked On White Socks your first listen. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will get you ready for the biggest series of the year as the White Sox host the Cleveland Guardians for three games on the south side. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.